0: Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of Working Week Podcast brought to you in part by H2O Water. It's that classic drink, and you've just
1: gotta have it. 75% of your body is made up of water. And
0: 69% of your... Yeah, shit. 420% of your brain is made up out of weed, dude. <laughs>
1: Are you telling me that's made out of weed,
2: dude?
0: This is your brain. Your brain on. We did.
2: It's 410% of your brain. It's <laughs> 420. What's that,
0: what's that movie? I love that. Limitless. Yeah, Limitless. Is that Scarlett Johansson movie? Oh, wait. No, Limitless is the Bradley Cooper one, right? Oh, well, what's the takes one the where brain she. Drug? Oh, I thought it was her that took the brain drug no, for some no, reason. That's, um, uh, It's just a girl's name. Just get on a fucking mic, dude. <laughs> oh, um.
1: That's, um. Fucking, uh.
0: Well, now called? I can't remember what it is. Oh, it's a Luke God. Besson movie where Scarlett Johansson is like a lady who gets experimented on and she starts using a hundred percent of the human mind. Which, which is like hilarious that's... conceit because yeah. you, you do use a hundred percent of your brain. Right, if you human it, consciousness only occupies a projected thirty five percent of your brain. Yeah. Which you what you what you would consider your thinking. Jeez, Luke Besson. Come on, dude. I love the fifth element, you know? It's like, come on, dude, you're it's better than film. this. You're better than this. You got... Somehow, somehow... This you're better man, than this. This is not normal. This is not... We cannot normalize this. Listen, Luke Besson is a treasure because you cannot stress the importance of getting that performance out of Bruce Willis. The Corbin Dallas performance. Like, you might think it's kind of like... A m- mediocre, right? But there is actual like joy and care in in Bruce Willis's performance. Check this out. Even though he's dealing with space, dude. Check this out, dude. Corbin Dallas. <laughs> Fuck. I had to wait till you
1: stopped drinking. Sorry. Corbin Dallas Buyers Club. <laughs> <laughs>
0: alright 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 listen right. here, man the, the fifth, let me tell y'all about the fifth element all right, I may have cancer alright I may have handed a death sentence but the fifth element is love and that's all you need brother hey these fucking pops are cold cold pops you guys say pop here right this is a pop town Uh, I mean I
1: say soda because I don't know I just feel like that's the thing that it's called but like I guess pop is a predominant thing in the region yeah and then there's some people who say soda pop those every Those people time. are fucking freaks, dude. Like,
0: holy shit. Like, those are the kind of people who... Like, listen, I'm a fan of the Oxford comma. I appreciate the degree of separation that it creates in the mind, but... To be pedantic about it, yeah. Like, sometimes I'm not going to use it, and I don't care. You know what I mean? And Honestly, AP style dictates
1: it. that you don't use it, so uh, I go by that. I go by it's the, true.
0: the geniuses, the fucking brain geniuses at the Associated Press. It's true, but I do I do agree with the argument that people can make that in, in certain cases, in certain lists, it creates mental grouping, whether that is intended or not.
1: I suppose. I suppose there's a certain level of ambiguity that comes with, you know, the omission. But like, that's the
0: whole thing. Is like the English language is full of shit like that, where it's very confusing. So I I appreciate people who always like. I'm not going to judge somebody for using it unless they're going to be pedantic about it, and vice versa. The other, you know, it's like it, it really doesn't matter. Language is the living, breathing thing. That's that's why I can't use the c word in the chat room anymore. You're listening to Away with Words, <laughs>
1: the show about language and how we use it. I'm Grant Barrett. And I'm you know, Martha speak- Fucking Bonnet. And speaking of being full of shit, let's get the show started.
3: Now that your pictures
2: in the paper being perfectly and you can have it
0: one that you have ever desired. All you gotta tell
1: me now is wow wow wow.
3: To die
1: working week. Welcome to the working week. Uh, we've got a, a full fucking house tonight. Uh, it's me, your best friend Marvin Splendid. Good time. You can find
0: me on Twitter at ZUPsels, That's z u p z l e s. And of course, for a limited time until I get banned from telling somebody to eat a poop or uh, fall down an escalator so that they kind of just perpetually keep falling downstairs, uh, I'm at Jort's Authority. Your your buddy. Uh, currently in the middle of moving my. Dumbass uh, across This goddamn mess of, uh, of the US
1: Ain't that truth And uh, we've also got a, a special guest in studio with us Who may make an appearance later in the show A uh, uh, st- uh, g- good friend Steve uh, Steve Orange From Columbus uh, Formerly of Columbus And now in the great state of Cleveland
2: Back in the trap Am I supposed to have a mic? If you wanted to yeah,
1: Alright Thinking you could like introduce yourself or something, you know, maybe say something about yourself, you know, maybe add something to the fucking tenor of the conversation <laughs> here. I, you know? I mean, we got fucking professionalism.
0: <laughs> I just did a beautiful uh, two to three minute riff about beating off in Times Square. There we go. There the we go. Beautiful. Relevating the least to you the could discourse. do is introduce yourself. The least you could do. Jeez.
1: And Steve can be found uh, on Twitter at Almighty underscore Prismo.
0: And folks, uh, this live appearance in studio uh, is brought to you in part by Mack Weldon Underwear. All right, all right, all all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right.
1: We're not doing that yet. Just go ahead and shit. Just shit all over your current pair of underpants. (laughs) Throw them out. No, we're not doing that.
0: Um, First of all, they're not paying us. Second of all, no. (laughs) But listen, my DMs are open, so you know if anybody wants to sponsor the show, uh, I will gladly uh, make a complete fool out of uh, your attempts to monetize uh, people's attention in any way uh, but you'll pay me
1: well you do have some uh, you do have some background in that don't you in the in the advertising biz i mean you you're you're a regular fucking uh
0: regular fucking pete campbell over here i'm a regular freaking pete campbell uh and and and, and by that i mean uh i'm a regular pete davison <laughs> all right <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Okay. Got that big dick energy. <laughs> Got that big dick uh, folks, energy, folks. This why, is a why, room full of it. Folks. Li- this is I, the I, highest T that's I ever been in one. I was watching the the new Ariana Grande, Nicki Minaj video, mm. right? And I I just couldn't help but keep thinking to myself every time Ariana was singing or on screen, like, why does, why does anybody care about this? This is so boring. And then Nicki Minaj would show up and I'd be like, oh, cool. Yeah, because she's cool right and interesting right you know well, well what's ariana grande's deal even I mean, she she's was like just a one a of those disney, disney kids, kids, right? channel yeah, kid who okay. cares i never had disney channel growing up so i Me never neither. all these
1: people like i never like don't oh, have any connection have to you actually
0: seen any of these shows though because Dude, i have seen... niece and nephew and they've been coming over like incessantly since they've been on summer break and that's all they watch is just they leave the disney channel on and I saw it is one. some I... of the most abysmal shit like it is just like like whatever you think of the Big Bang theory, the Big Bang theory is like fucking Shakespeare compared to these Disney shows. The level of writing and acting on them is just like it it's literally just a place for them to put um marketable cute teens th- I mean, that they can use to sell products or something. It's just so cynical. I mean, I
1: saw I saw exactly one episode. This was um back when I was in Chicago uh when I uh had to be in um student housing downtown because i couldn't afford an apartment yet and i had just dune, uh, dune dune tune and i uh you know i just uh switched into the school i was at and uh so so i had a couple of roommates who were you know a little bit younger than me because i was about 23 at this point when i was going back to school and so they were like 19 and 20 or whatever and uh they were watching uh i carly i'd seen exactly one episode of that show because of that and uh, that was one of the most disorienting fucking things I've ever seen in my life. I, I don't
0: know what to make of it still to this day. It was uh, just bizarre. Which one is Hannah and which one is Montana? That's all I want to know is which, which one of these That's all kids. I'm freaking trying but, to but find But this is out. sort of the thing that like I'm, I'm kind of upset about um, American life in general because it, it, most of what you what you live through and have to deal with and even just like the peripheral pop culture shit that you try to ignore that still gets like shoved into your eyeballs, your whole life it's like if it's politics, it's these dynasty families like the Bushes or the Clintons. Go and if off. it's on TV, you're watching, it's, it's always this Disney shit. Like when I was a kid, Justin Timberlake was on TV on the Disney channel doing Disney kid shit. And now he's an adult, and his whole life he's gotten to live this charmed-ass life. So he's this out-of-touch, rich shithead whose whole career is built on b- selling sex to underage girls. And he just, like, gets to do that for his whole... like, And and then, like, he'll have a kid with Jessica Biel, and, and then his kid will have some stupid name like Chanston, and then Chanston <laughs> Timberlake is going to be like the fucking... You, got, you know, it's and like with Will Smith... It's like, yeah, it's like, and I'm going to beat off to that beautiful son in Times Square. But it's like Will Will Smith and 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 Jada Pinkett Smiths y- having kids. You know, like, the, you already have to hear about them, and now they have kids, and now you got to hear about... Or, like, Beyonce has, has like, yeah, babies, like, that's, and you that's have to a hear, and people about talk that... about these strangers like they care.
1: Well, that's a funny thing about, like, the celebrity kids thing, too, is, like like what if they're just not talented you know like maybe we give some of these these kids too much credit because of who their fucking parents are and it's like well let's let's wait a minute before we say they're talented
0: you know maybe they're just you know the kids of these talented people and say what you will about like Angelina Jolie being kind of like one of those like monster weirdo wacko type of rich people but like she did a pretty good job of keeping her kids out of the fucking yeah you know what I mean like yeah, yeah I don't hear a bunch I don't see a bunch of tabloid shit about her adopted kids. In the in the Us Weekly, well, I mean, not that I'm paying attention to Us Weekly, but you know what I mean. You're you got to go to the grocery store to get. Come on, man! I've seen your
1: subscription list, dude. I know you're on Us Weekly. You're you read Real Simple. You get the LL Bean, Lands End, and Newport News catalogs.
0: Now listen, I can't help it that ladies love bean. That's true, dude. Actually, the actual name, the actual what the L's stand for in LL Bean. Lovecraft, Lovecraft. They're so similar. It's seriously like I can't remember what it is, but it's one of the stupidest names. And I say that I'm wearing some LL Bean boots right now. Waterproof, actually. My feet are pretty sweaty. Nice, dude. But nice, dude. Right. Yeah. Speaking
1: of, well, well, you're you're feeling pretty sweaty because uh, seems like you've been cooped up all day. We've been burying the fucking lead here, man. We, for the first time ever, on our basically our anniversary show here,
0: are in the, the same room. The big three O. We're
1: in the same fucking
0: room, big my dude. Ep three O. Right? Is it? Oh yeah, I guess it is. Thirtieth episode spectacular. Thirtieth. We didn't think we'd make it. We made it out of the twenty seven club, dude.
1: Dude, we did, dude. dude. Never gonna be rock stars, dude.
0: No. R.I.P. dude. But you know what? I think it's better to be somebody like uh let me see. Like uh, personally, I know he catches a lot of flack for being a cheese ball, but I love Billy Joel. Ugh. I love Billy Joel, you know? Like that one song. It's just like uh it's a real, it's a real uh, uh, staying power. Wouldn't you rather just have like a song like Zanzibar, fucking rides out nah, man. into the, it rings out into the night sky f- forever. Fucking Strong Island, always <laughs> screaming your name. <laughs> Strong Island's own Billy Yole.
1: I don't know, man. I can't. I I've never been able to connect with with uh, with old B J.
0: Not even Allentown? You don't fuck
3: for that. It's
0: a fine song. I don't mind it. I'm not against it. Um, yeah, not. It wasn't. Uh, you know what? For me, it, it's all because of that Yamaha. What is that? TLM 103 or whatever. Yeah, yeah, the fuck yeah, and, yeah, 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 yeah. That Yamaha. Uh, that's the whole reason why I got, I like Billy. Because my mom doesn't listen to Billy Joel my dad doesn't listen to Billy Joel. I don't think they particularly feel one way or another about him. Uh, my dad mostly listened to like Van Halen and shit. Oh man, badass dude! Yeah. Queensryche, yeah. Dude. Does he have a fucking? Uh, does he have like a van with like
1: a wizard on the outside of it?
0: No, but you know, he drives a Ford. Uh, what is that fucking thing called? Ford Edge. He oh Ford hell Edge. yeah, dude! He's an Edge Lord. Yeah, he's, he's an Edge Lord for yeah, sure. Nice. My dad, he, my dad is fucking insanely strong. He's like, he, he's like, uh, he's sixty five and he does nothing but spend like three hours a day at the gym. he rides his bicycle over to the gym which is like three miles away so he rides like six miles a day and he also does the elliptical there for like half an hour jeez and then he's lifting weights and shit it's fucking jacked it's ridiculous my dad looks ridiculous i'm gonna go ahead and say folks no thanks folks you know what hey my dad beat 65 year old beefcake (laughs) And you know what? He's tan too because he's always out doing yard work.
1: Oh, is he still out in uh, in old Peoria or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: They still live in the house I grew up in. Mm. But my mom retired this year. She just finished her. Wow, that's one of the words for to my twin comes out. I just realized. Retard. Yeah, retired. I was all, my mom retired. Yeah, <laughs> she retired. She got real tired she's done working. But she just finished her last year of teaching, I think. So I don't know if they're gonna stay there. Kind of hope they don't. that would be cool. If I didn't have to go back to Arizona for any reason.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I, I'd been trying to uh, nudge uh, my mom toward trying to move because uh, she had talked about uh, Asheville, North Carolina, a lot. How much she liked it, and I was like, yeah, maybe you should move there. You know, you I should, you know, maybe you should get out of Northeast oh, Ohio. Geez. Maybe
0: you should move out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then she's like, no, I'm going to stay here. Yeah. I'm staying here. <laughs> well, like, um, so, so in moving, obviously I had to leave, uh, my job. And, uh, and so I put in my two weeks as soon, as soon as I found out that I, like, I, I was, I was leaving for sure. Like shit with U-Haul was booked. Um, I, I let my job know, which they were appreciative of. Cause it was like two and a half, like I'm like two and a half, three weeks notice. Yeah. And, um, they're they're like this, this sweet old couple, and it's a total mom and pop business where they could be real um, small business tyrants if they wanted to. But instead, they were always they always treated me very fairly. Uh, but my coworkers, as soon as I told my my bosses, I didn't I didn't see my coworkers. I didn't really tell any of them. Um, so my bosses, I had a day off and then I came back. And so obviously my bosses had told everybody and they all, like, I was just a ghost to those people. It was so fucking funny. Like nothing I said mattered. Like they just were like, Oh, I don't have to fucking be invested in you at all. Uh, and this one girl that I'd been working with, I had made so many attempts to just like make small talk to just like, be like, Oh, we're, we're cool. We work together and shit. And I said, there was one day where I literally said five things to her and she said nothing to me. Mm. She wasn't on her phone or doing it. She was just straight up, didn't want to fucking talk to me. And I was just like, that is so, what a weird, weird way to behave it, like to another person, let alone like someone you work with that you're going to see every day. Could she have been hungover? No. Oh, uh, okay. Well then. No, she, like, this was different days. This was, like, I I counted one day because it was happening so much. So I knew on one particular day it was five times, but it was, you know, way more times than that total. And um, she always had this, like, one of those people who's got to get the last word in and is, like, weirdly passive-aggressively confrontational. So, like... They were talking about these kids with food allergies, and the kids that they were describing just had so many food allergies of, like, all the good... It was, like, all the good stuff, you know, like eggs and peanuts and yeah 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 anything you uh, would want to eat yeah the stuff you would want to eat yeah. and like chocolate and, sh- and i was like damn what's even the point and all i said and this is a common thing that people have said for fucking centuries yeah. is what's even the point of living if you can't have any of the good stuff yeah right right you know? right and right. i'm not saying like yeah we should round those kids up and fucking kill them yeah right, they don't yeah. deserve to live i'm just like damn i'm empathizing with them i'm saying mm, that I sucks know, i feel like bad. what you're saying dude i feel I bad know. for those kids wow dude that's pretty fucked
1: up of you to suggest that
0: you know anybody and, who and that's not uh, what she did that's not how she took it but she just like in a really shitty tone it was just like it's not all about food you know <laughs> and so i just i didn't even think i like forgot i was even at work and i guess it's just from all the stress i was under i just immediately was like it's not all about food <laughs> oh. and i looked at my other coworkers yeah. and was like <laughs> oh it's not all about food and then I like walked off to do whatever task I was doing and I just was like doing it for like five straight minutes. Like I was <laughs> So I was walking a dog like uh, maybe a half hour later and I was by myself walking this dog and she came up to me and was just like I don't like confrontation, so please don't mock me. Let's just be adults and it's like please Let's be adults, says me. the lady. This is the this is the girl who fucking like says reductive shit about women's like uh Plastic surgery, like the wealthy women dropping off their dogs, will have some yeah, work yeah, yeah. done on their face because they're old and they're insecure, and life ha- get life and society have handed them these unrealistic standards to live up to and shit. And this this girl is just like saying all this horrible shit about, "Wow, she looks like shit. Her face looks like shit," and she's like mean to the dogs and stuff. And so I'm just like, "Yeah, let's be adults. You couldn't fuck. You couldn't just fucking like." be cool with me at all this whole time and you had one more little opportunity to take a dig at me and instead of me just swallowing it like I usually do because you've been there for a year and you just got seniority uh I finally fucking like served you back some attitude you know what I mean I finally gave you back some attitude and you didn't like it so now you got to play your little well I'm a townie and that's the whole thing I wanted to get at is do you guys have fucking townies here people who just like I, I, I was born here, I mm. went to high school here, I didn't go to college, I oh, got yeah. a job, and all I'm going to do is I'm going to work that job, and that job is my life. The one girl that I worked with, the one guy, the old guy from Boston, had been their first employee that they ever hired, and he still worked there, so he'd been there for like 30 years. This other dude, uh, or this, this other girl that was working there, that was like head shit of the whole show... She'd been working there for thirteen years. Yeah, lifers. Yeah, lifers. Yeah, and it's just like you're going fucking no, and it's fine if you want to stay where you grew up and stay close to. But like, there's a certain there are people who stay where they were born that aren't townies. Townies yeah. is a specific. Like, my job is my life. The town is my life. I have to know everything that's going on in the town. It's just like small town fucking dipshit mentality, where it's like. The only way you can feel like you have control is to keep your world as small as possible. Right,
1: and also, n- not just that, but to, to take that uh, knowledge uh, such as it is and uh, uh, lord it over people. Yes. Lord it over the fucking uninitiated oh so that you know, they can be sure that they know their place in the hierarchy of, you know, whether it's the workplace or whatever,
0: you know, whatever stupid <laughs> social interaction, <laughs> you know. So I had a day off, like, the next day, and I came in on Tuesday... Um, so I only had four days of work left before I was leaving and like, so I'm there on Tuesday and it's just, it's just a fucking, oh no, it this was Sunday. So I was just finishing my week out and I was about to have my last four days. Uh, and I'm at work and it's, we have like 15 dogs on the like special handling list. So these are dogs that have to be taken out individually and walked around the the premises and then put back and on Sundays we come in at nine and we would go home whenever we get the work done we just we go home and we come back to feed them dinner and clean up and then go home for the night so it's like this nice kind of short day but if you get all your shit done in the morning you can get a longer lunch Mm -hmm. and so you know I'm scrambling to try and get my shit done because I need to pack all my worldly possessions and fucking this, the 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 son-in-law of the of the people who own the business is a guy who basically the entire time I worked there, the whole five months I worked there, I, I just routinely watched him avoid being around the kennel so that he could do groundskeeping shit because he preferred to be like working on gardening and mowing and snow blowing and shit like that so that he didn't have to be around the other co-workers and didn't have to do any of the dog-related work. So. You know the kind of thing I would do if I was the like son of the people who own the business, I mean, you know, avoid the doing of, the actual job, <laughs> do the other stuff that needs doing without the, having to be around the people.
1: The kind of thing that I arguably do do at my
0: current job. And so, like, no, no judgments to him, but like, when we have that amount of work and it's a Sunday and yeah. we all want to get the fuck out of there, and, and the the rest of us who aren't the son of the people who own the fucking business can't just go home whenever we fucking want to and right. leave all of the work for or disappear for an hour and just leave all of the fuck. So there I am. I'm walking all these dogs and I think oh I'm gonna have fucking like 15 fucking dogs to walk and it's hot and muggy and shitty and it's already like that and it's 86 degrees and it's like 10am. That was how today was. it was. So dog it was just fucking shit. dog shit out. And I got mad and so I'm just like I'm just like walking past the barn and I'm just like fucking fuming and I'm just like, oh, thanks a lot, John. Like, where the fuck are you even? You've been gone for like a fucking hour and I'm gonna have to walk all these dogs because these girls in here are just gonna fucking sit in the fucking groom room and talk to each other and bathe dogs. And I'm gonna fucking have to do all of the actual work here. So it'd be nice if, you know, the other guy that's here to help would fucking actually be here to help. You know, I'm just like, like, like what you got in trouble for. I'm just like yeah, you're venting vent- to myself. You're venting to yourself. I get back inside from walking this, like, next dog I walk, and he's there. All of a sudden, he's appeared from out yep. of nowhere. Yeah, sure, And he's sure. staring at the board, and he has a weird look on his face. And he's just like, oh, hey,
2: dogs, why don't you go ahead and go home
0: for the rest of the day? And uh, and I was like, really? And he was like, yeah. And so I was like, cool. So I just fucking, like, left. Sure. It was like, dude, fucking, like, no, I'm going to sit here and argue. No, I want to stay. No, I fucking went home. Yeah. And fucking packed my shit and did not tell my wife that, like, I got sent home for being angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then um I have I'm, sure, I'm sure i'm sure she probably doesn't
3: listen the next no
0: she definitely does not give a shit what i'm doing <laughs> um then i get i get into the next um my, the next day is my day off so so it was like oh cool like i almost got like two days off in a row and i get a phone call from my employer on on monday and it's uh one of the two people that actually own it and he doesn't say anything about me being mad. He just says, like, oh, we heard, I heard that you, like, kind of had a rough day the other day. I can't imagine what kind of stress you're going through with, uh, you know, having to move on short, short notice and all that. Um, why don't you go ahead and just take the rest of the week off, paid. Very nice. And and then next week, um, we'll also pay you for that week. And then also we'll pay you for the week after that. So when you get where you're going, you have a little bit of money. Nice. And so I was like, hang on, hold on. So wait, in my own mind, I'm just like, hold on, hold on, pause. Time yeah, out. Right. You know, Zach Morris, time out, time out. Everybody freezes and I'm just like, hold on. So you mean to tell me that right now I am being rewarded. First of all, I was already rewarded. <laughs> I got sent home early. I didn't have right, to finish yeah. my work yeah, for the right. day. So you've already rewarded me in giving me that day off paid for throwing a tantrum. Hell and yeah. now you're giving me like three weeks pay for throwing a tantrum. You know what I mean? Yeah, direct action gets the goods, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, basically that's like the, the end of the best. It's a funny, the end of the best job I ever had um, with uh, working with some of the worst people. Just like, I've never met less like, I don't know, they're that weird like fake nice. Mm. Like Minnesota nice. Mm. Where it's like, oh, I'm real nice, but actually I just want to like, I, I'm actually saying fuck you to you in the Fucking nicest way possible. Yeah, like I'm telling you to go fuck yourself in a very passive aggressive way that seems like I'm being nice.
1: I, however, I had an easy transition out of my last job, but uh, the final day uh, was fraught in its uh, in its last uh, hour or so. Uh, at the shop that I was uh, working at, I was uh, closing everything up, uh, which which takes a certain deal of a. Uh, you know things to clean things to empty things to restock you know uh, sweep uh, you know count money all of these sorts of things i finally get all of that done and uh, the the last task i have to worry about is locking up tables and chairs outside but the second to last is arming the alarm on the building so i uh i uh Set the alarm on the building, and it starts It starts beeping. I've got 60 seconds to get out of the building. So I think, all right, sick. I never have to fucking come back to this place again. This whips ass. So I leave. I lock the door behind me. I, I step out. I look to my left. I look to my right. And I realize that the water bottle that I thought I had left on a windowsill outside was, in fact, still inside. So at this point, it's still beep,
0: beep, beep, counting down. Uh-oh. So... And you queued up the Indiana Jones theme.
1: It was getting pretty fucking intense. So I'm like, okay, shit, what do I do? Ah, uh, all right. I unlock the door. I sprint inside. I finally see the fucking thing. It's sitting, of course, on the furthest counter all the way back at the end of the wall. I grab it. I pivot. I take two steps. And wait, 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 wait. Alarm starts fucking bugging out. And it's like, of course, my last day at this fucking place. There still has to be some bullshit that's going to keep me here for another hour. So... i i I talked to the owner about it they said okay we'll just we'll just wait for the fucking cops to show up tell them what happened blah 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 and i was like like how long should i wait and they're just like i mean i i don't know how long it'll take but wait wait a few minutes so i wait a few minutes i wait a few minutes more eventually it's been a half hour and i'm still waiting these motherfuckers still haven't shown up Oh,
0: dude i would have just locked the door slid the key under the door and fucking left man
1: (laughs) Honestly, I probably could have gotten away with it, but instead, it was this whole like forty-minute rigmarole oh, of me again. like having to go back inside, reset the alarm, uh, make sure cops weren't coming. You know, all of this shit to the try to it's do supposed damage the work because somebody's
0: supposed to call you on the phone. Yes, and then you give them the password. Yes, and then they turn off the alarm.
1: That's not how this one
0: works. That's so dumb.
1: Yeah, it was a very, it was a very stupid way for me to end what was a again a mostly a very good job, but with you know just some weird weird uh environment you had
0: a townie in your kind of yeah kind of it's just it's it's not necessarily that a person has to be from a town it's more like it's like townie is like the the town is their mind i am this area (laughs) they are a town yeah 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 absolutely absolutely (laughs) should live in the state of Connecticut I think every working person um, in the state should leave Uh, it's a fucked up place where they didn't used to have income tax so they would tax they have a property tax on automobiles so if you're a working person and you live in the state of Connecticut chances are you live in places like Danbury or Stamford or um, Hartford uh, more of the major metropolitan areas the more city like or industrial like areas uh, because that's where housing costs are lower. Uh, and So you're going to have to own a car in order to commute to wherever it is that you fucking work. And uh, I got a bill because I, I bought a car um, that is registered in, in Connecticut. I got a bill for my property tax was $250. So imagine you're making payments on a car, right? Right. You're making payments on a car. So that's already got that. You got all your other bills you got to pay. You 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 deal with filing your taxes, and then on top of that, the state sends you a bill for owning a car, which they consider property. See, that'd kill
1: me because, like, already, like, I mean. Like I I can't afford fucking car payments right yeah, now. Exactly. That's why I do transit because it's cheap, I have my right? Arizona
0: driver's license because do you know how much it costs to get if you're an out of state person and you go to get your driver's license in Connecticut, which by the way is only good for two years. Huh. It costs a hundred and twenty dollars. That's insane. For a driver's license. That's and it doesn't even automatically register you to vote. <laughs> that sucks. Okay, so, so I've, I grew up in Arizona. I'm very familiar with Arizona and Arizona politics, right? And having lived in Connecticut, okay, so just on paper, uh, just as, as, a, as a liberal in America, on paper, you would go, Arizona or Connecticut? I'd rather live in Connecticut. But here's the deal. When I lived in Arizona, I had health coverage that covered all of my basic needs that I, I couldn't afford, and they had a program that I could sign up for. So I had health coverage through a medical exchange program. Um, and uh, and my driver's license lasts until like twenty forty six, and it cost me twenty dollars. That's wild. Uh, emissions is really easy to to pass in Arizona. Like, if if your car is of a certain age, all you have to do is is a, like you you get it tested. If it fails. You just have to show that, like, you attempted to fix the fucking problem, and they're basically like, "Yeah, that's good enough, fine." Nice. Um, Because it's hot as shit there, and fuck, who cares? Everybody there is gonna die in like twenty years. (laughs) (laughs) But fucking, uh, it's—I don't know. To me, they have—they have a a much more feasible medical marijuana program, right? Because to get into the medical marijuana program of, of any state, you typically have to have a license from that state. Right so so in Arizona, the 20 bucks for the driver's license right let's say you just theoretically you live in Ohio you're gonna move to one or the other right You're a liberal you're like, ah oh, wow, well, obviously I'll go to Connecticut Well in Connecticut, you switch your registration over now you're getting taxed for your car you um, spend 120 dollars to get your license and then you want to spend I'm not even sure what the fee is to get into the medical marijuana program there in Arizona it's350 dollars a year, hmm. which is very steep it, actually they may have reduced it. They have, um, you You can, you do that shit where you prove your, you do that neoliberal shit where you prove your, what your wages are. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And th- some, and people with low income can get the 75% uh, knocked off of that. So they like only pay like a hundred and something. Uh, veterans get a discount on that also. Uh, veterans get a discount at every dispensary already and, and in phoenix and the medical marijuana and driver's license just for a poor person you would want a working person would want to live in arizona because you already have to have money to even exist in connecticut and it's just hilarious to me because even the people who have been living there for the last like 20 years are all trying to sell their houses and get the fuck out it's a really weird white flight it's I grew up in fucking Phoenix Arizona and I'm telling you that Connecticut is more racist than Arizona.
3: <laughs> that's like that's we fucking... have
0: literal skinheads in Arizona yeah. and Connecticut is more racist. Way <laughs> more like it is a white flight ex like it, it's it's a white flight fucking finance worker state it's it's awful it's fucking just and and all of the guys all of these fucking bumpkin ass guys out there it's like this this like weird they want to be good old boys shit we're like oh I'm, I'm a southern boy oh i'm a, i'm just a i'm just a simple cowboy just living out here in rural america you know, and it's like, motherfucker, you live in goddamn Connecticut. You're 20 minutes from a Jimmy John's. I see, I see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If I get to the train soon enough, I could wind up in New York City that's later it, tonight. Way. I see. In the faded year of our Lord 2016, I saw nothing but Trump signs everywhere. Mm. A sea of Trump signs. That whole, whole, and the and the the the, the most amazing experience happened to me um last night. I was gassing up or yesterday afternoon. I was gassing up at the Sunoco station. Uh working week podcast and brought to you in part by Sunoco. Um and these two guys roll up on Harleys. These fucking badass Harley dudes roll up. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. And they're gassing up. Yeah, yeah. And uh they get off and they're and they go in and they they get their shit and I'm gassing up so I'm you know standing out there for a while. And they come back and they get on their bikes and the one guy is, like, asking the other dude. He's never been through the area, so he's asking the other dude about it. And the guy did said the most perfect thing. He said, uh, this place is like, it's like nowhere, but it's like fake nowhere. You know what I mean? That's what he said. It's like fake nowhere. You know what I mean? And I was like, yes, dude. I know exactly <laughs> what you mean. It's like they want it to be the country, but it's not country. It's country club. It's fucking, like, mm, astroturfed mm. ass fake cowboy like i can't believe that i've seen people with confederate flag stickers there it's like motherfucker, <laughs> 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 you're fucking a little bit north of the old border for that flag buddy that's incredible but uh, so steve you were saying that you you enjoy um or you're you like your job uh and and my question to you is um do you don't you feel like you're Did you less inclined is it? Yes, yeah, so I see pink over there, man. Dang, all right. See that good old red recording <laughs> color? Um, but don't you feel like that having your employer show you the big... Because it, it seems to me from uh, what I've seen of your like snaps and chat about it... Um, my snaps and my chats. Your snaps and your chats about it is that they it, it's not so much whether or not they respect you. They're acknowledging that you are a human being on some level and showing you that base level of respect and don't you feel like like yeah it sucks that you have to spend uh, like eight hours um at your job but me personally i'd rather um spend eight hours at a job where i feel like i'm working for somebody who like respects me or gives a shit like i feel like You know what I mean? Like I'm not just being bossed around and treated like a fucking cog that they're exploiting.
1: Like you'd rather spend eight hours at a job where someone is treating you like a human. And I'm busy. Right, and you're busy than spend five hours at a job where the work is easier but you're getting treated like shit. Absolutely. And that's
2: the exact transition that I just went through. So I was living in Columbus um, up until a month ago working at a job where Uh, Like I said before, I was going in at least an hour late, I was taking an extra hour at lunch, I was leaving an hour or two early, just like doing everything I could to not be there, and it was absolutely miserable. I hated every second of it, and now I'm working at a place that's the exact same industry, it's an almost identical company, just in a different place, and uh, I'm there eight hours a day because my new role, I, I can't really sneak off the way I used to, but... It's it's great. I mean, I don't really have any complaints. It's a smaller office. Uh, everyone's super nice. Um, I don't sit next to the most obnoxious person alive anymore. <laughs> I don't have to listen to that like, fuck asshole that going was so loud all day. Oh my god! Yeah, you know, you, you, heard you
0: guys.
2: Boom, wow. Shakalaka! <laughs> wow, and he was wow.
0: all, and he was going great. Tomorrow
1: it, like, it oh took God, all of up. my willpower
2: not to hit him over <laughs> his dumb head with his keyboard.
0: Yeah, that guy sounded like a pain in the ass. Was this tuna guy?
2: No, it was not tuna guy. Okay. Tuna
0: guy, you respected? And no, you, tuna you, guy was a piece of shit. I thought. Oh, I thought tuna guy was the guy that you were like. I I'm. I don't want to get mad at you because I like you. But tuna guy would. Tuna. Uh,
2: yeah, the guy that uh, ate tuna every day at his desk instead of in the break room stinking the place up. Um, no, he would, he would actually call me out a lot about uh, coming in late and uh, as he ate his tuna every day, he was scrolling through Fox News on his computer so he can go pound sand. I love cops. I love the cops. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what bootlickers
1: like, dude. He was a they big like old fucking eating tuna right speaker. out of the can. <laughs> They use their EDC to open their fucking tuna cans. Oh man, I kicked a cop out of my house
2: once in Connecticut. That was great. Yeah, it was just straight tuna. Mayonnaise is too spicy for this guy. Fuck the Fuck the twelve.
0: Yeah. Uh. Uh. So it's funny. It's like, it's almost like your current employer found out, found some magical way, to while you're doing the same kinds of stuff, um, they found some way to like get the work out of you, and it's almost like they've given you something. So that. That leads us to
1: uh, an eternal question that we're always trying to answer here on Working Week: What makes a good job a good job?
2: Um, duh.
1: Well, I mean, I in, know, in your
2: getting paid in, in your, your fair share and right. not being miserable the entire time you're there, having enough work that like
0: you're not so idle that you fucking right. like want to just go home all the time. Cause I mean, if you've got nothing to do, this is the thing I liked about my, my most recent job. And I imagine a lot of kennel jobs are like, this is when there's not anything to do, you go home because there's no point for you to just be there with no work to do. You know, like
2: there's typically always something that he's doing. Right. So uh, since I've been there, I've been pretty busy the entire time. And because, um, the office is an hour away from where I live I really can't sneak off. Where before working in Columbus, um, if I was bored, I'd leave. Uh, if someone noticed I was gone they needed something, I could be back in 15 minutes. So yeah, th- yeah, there's really no true. like comfortably sneaking <laughs> away from this job and uh, stealing my time back that way. But like this past Friday, I didn't get a single email all day. I didn't have any projects. There was nothing to do. And so I sat there listening to podcasts and playing solitaire. And my supervisor walks by and goes, How's it going? And I go, I'm bored. And she goes, yeah, we just got nothing right now. Sorry. Like, she didn't care that, like, I was imagine around. Imagine that. Like, yeah. It, so, at least there was that. I don't have to minimize windows on my computer when she walks past. Like, there's at least, like, at least everyone's grounded in reality there. Yeah. They, like, know, it, they know there isn't work. I so mean, like, so what, no what a novel concept. For for, they're anything. being
0: honest about what you're doing, right? right. At the last place, I imagine, because um, we didn't really talk about it, um, but imagine that there was an air that, like this work that you guys were doing, was very important. You have to; it's very important. We yeah. have
2: to get it done. We have to always got to be busy. You got to, you got to look busy. You got to stay busy, right. right? Actually, a lot of why I got away with what I did at the last job was because uh, each person there they had far too much work for one person. So instead of doing uh, as much as I could, I would do none of it. Mm-hmm. And when asked about certain projects, I would pretend that was the one I was too overwhelmed to get to. So I didn't do anything ever and everyone's like oh well he's very busy so yeah
0: and it's a, that that right there is the entire that see you've just figured out the entirety of the advertising industry in a <laughs> nutshell is now is, is, is the, uh, there are people in your in your position in that scenario but instead of doing what you did which is the human thing to do which is to 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 minimize your pain and maximize your pleasure by not spending your time in this dumb fucking meaningless environment, uh, they instead care very deeply about, you know, everybody else you, that was around you, that's the advertising industry. They care. Your shit is completely worthless. You couldn't prove that it, that it moved the needle one way or another on anything. You can't prove that you've gotten anybody top of mind awareness. It's completely futile to even try to quantify the effectiveness of an ad. It's so subjective and just fucking bizarre to, to, to of a concept to try and like quantify. Oh, did this? Did did seeing, did seeing Papa John poop his pants in a go kart sell more pizzas or no? You know what I mean? It's so subjective. It's impossible. It'd be impossible. You could you could measure. So they obsess over metrics like bounce rate and and uh, that you're constantly looking at the Google Analytics to see how oh, what's my click through and. Uh, and, and, and it, it's it's ultimately an industry where they could just be doing what you're doing. So you're just you're getting handed free money for nothing. You make worthless shit, and you're free getting money. so the government much. doesn't
1: want you they to don't know want about
0: you to know. All you got to yeah, honestly, that guy's just telling you to get into advertising. That's all he's doing. Matthew Matthew Lesko, the guy. Matthew Lesko. All right. um, God.
1: But what what you're talking about and what you mentioned earlier is a lot of uh, what I actually like and find appealing about my own job that I have now. Um, Because uh, you're mentioning about being busy. I, I always have exactly enough to do that I'm filling out my time nicely, but I also have the kind of freedom that I have. And I talked about this a little bit on the last show, but it, it, it is worth you know reiterating. You can, it's
0: better to be an automaton than a cog. <laughs> in a way.
1: Yeah. In a way. I because I have a certain amount of like mental freedom. Right, well when, an automaton doing has doing. autonomy. And a yeah. Cog, right.
0: Somebody's cranking you the whole fucking day. Yeah. Fucking crank that cog. Crank that cog. Baby. Exactly. I and can you know crank can myself crank, just fine. And you know what? You can crank your cogs at us uh in the dang comments uh, with an email, A Working Week podcast at gmail.com WorkingWeekPodcast at gmail.com is that
1: email address or of course you can shoot us up in the DMs at Working Week Show on Twitter and what we've got left here uh, we got one last story um, in addition uh, to uh, Steve studio engineer Dylan uh, Jorts himself and myself uh, my partner Caper is also uh, in the studio with us and I'm reminded of a little trip uh, that we took a couple of weeks ago uh, we went up uh, to a little town that is uh, further north than Canada's southernmost point, and that's probably the only interesting thing about it, really. Um, and we went up uh, to, uh, well, to do some glass hunting on a beach, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> skip some rocks across Lake Erie, that kind of thing. And uh, we had a good time. It was a lovely day. We got to watch a man uh, fly around with a fan on his back. Uh, have you ever seen that oh, in Oh, yeah, life? yeah.
0: The, um, what is that called? Parasailing. That is the
1: craziest shit I have ever seen in my life. Oh, no, that's like the jetpack yeah, thing. Yeah, it
3: wasn't just parasailing, though. It was literally like a big fan on his back, and he had to run yeah. across and then like jump and just trust that this fan was going to just blast him into the air. Yeah,
0: it's the parasailing with the big with the big bayou swamp buggy thing. <laughs> yeah, fan. exactly. Yeah, Crazy it looks like shit. some Lonnie-ass shit, for sure. <laughs> extremely
1: Lonnie-ass extremely ass extremely shit. Extremely lonnie shit. These are shit. like rich Lonnie's, though. Yeah, yeah. These dude
0: yeah. Terry's. They're Terry's. Terry's. Yeah, no. But er- um- Wait, no, they're Jesse's in the West. Mm-hmm. Rich, Lon- rich Lonnie's would be like Carters
1: there we right? go or out here
3: they're or Jerry's. Bryson's. yeah the Jerry's
1: that's right no Jerry's he's right it'd be Jerry's Jerry Brown Governor Jerry Brown Governor Jerry Governor Jerry Brown um, this is my little jello for you Oh, nice. yeah. Always room for jello, folks. But uh yeah, no, so so we're up in this we're up in this little
0: this proof little, is in the pudding. The proof is in the pudding, folks. The proof uh,
1: is uh, in not, the pudding. Not doing that bit. Uh, we, <laughs> who's, who's that character? <laughs> I, I never, he sounds wholesome. Ne, never yeah, heard, a, of wholesome never doctor, heard of him. He's a wholesome. Moving on, up moving up. on. <laughs> never heard of him. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> His wife is also very successful too. So we're up on the beach and um cute little beach town, and we see an advertisement for something that's kinda of bizarre. It says it's a, a, a D-Day celebration in oh, Cognat, much, Ohio. Dude. Nice, but, dude. Dangers like...
0: Day, man. That's when we smoke big dingers. That's when we smoke big-ass dingers. Did
3: you smoke weed, <laughs> Yeah,
0: dude. Vape, vape now, dude. Uh, Dr. told me smoking was bad for you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn it. All right. Oh, my battery just died on my vape, too, oh, dude. Oh, that sucks. It's fucking bummer, dude. I'm fucking sad, y'all. I'm fucking sad, y'all. shout outs. My beautiful son. Beautiful name. My beautiful sad son. Idiot. Um, Okay.
1: <laughs> but, okay, so, yeah, it's supposed to be like a D-Day celebration, which is weird because, like, um, D-Day is, you know, June 6th. But this was a celebration that's taking place in August for some reason. Yeah, D-Day, Juneteenth, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Uh, <laughs> uh, but... Uh, But the more that we read about it, because this turned out to be another Boulevard of Broken Flags uh, kind of scenario, (laughs) because the more that we wound up reading about this, the weirder it fucking got and the deeper this fucking rabbit hole goes. So I'm just going to try to kick this off for you a little description of D Day Conneaut. Since 1999, the annual recreation of the amphibious Allied landings upon the beaches of Normandy, France has thrilled thousands of spectators. What? The event occurs within the beautifully kept grounds of Conneaut Township Park in Conneaut, Ohio, and assembles over 1,200 reenactors from across the United States and Canada. Remarkably, the 250-yard-long beach and sloping adjacent terrain closely resemble Omaha Beach in Normandy, France. So I just want to point out that somebody in 99 took a look at, like, a beach in
0: Ohio and was like, Dude, you know what this reminds me of? Fucking (laughs) fucking Normandy, dude. The the most famous
1: beach in in recent history. And
0: and and I can believe this because, um, I don't know if you knew this, Hmm. um, but folks, uh, learn your white history. Uh, White men... (laughs) Um, up until, white it. men born up until the year 1978, uh, are clinically obsessed with World War II. That
1: is a fact. That is a straight up fact. And, it's a biological uh, <clears> fact.
0: <throat> and then there's a brief period about of about 15 years where, um, uh, they're all obsessed with, uh, the Civil War. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest of them, uh, are, you know, like regular people and, uh, uh, Full spectrum warriors like myself. Yeah, yeah, likewise. T1 operators. Likewise. And fucking I
1: mean? all the way up on tier one. Dude, we yeah, got a dude. tier you ain't even heard of, dude. Numbers, fucking... you've yeah, never dude. even fucking imagined. If we dude.
0: vibrate on the 48th wavelength, dude.
1: Dude, we're fucking I. Yeah, man, it's just a ride, and dude. And the square root of E, motherfucker, dude. Like, we're all over the shit.
0: Life is just a ride, my friend.
1: It's fucking times a flat circle, my dude. And
0: you know what? I'm going to ride this pancreatic cancer, I think. Good luck, That's dude. That looks like a fun ride. Good luck, dude. Fucking hell.
1: Um, I, I just lost the about us. I'm sorry.
0: Guys... A, boot, a boot us because there are Canadians involved in this recreation. First of all, this sounds fucking insane to me that there are people who annually recreate like men being gunned down by machine gun fire. Because yeah,
1: check this out. Here's the other thing. In order to historically gear, recreate it, right, you a need both allies. of you guys have allies... to pretend to die. Well, and a lot of you guys have to pretend to be Nazis. Yeah. Pretend. Yeah, right, exactly. You gotta be uh, axis yeah, pretend, exactly. These guys oh who just God. happen to have like swastika shit like in their closets, like Hugo sure. Boss suits
0: just like in their closets. I'm not recreating D Day, I'm a police officer. Yeah, yeah, right. Check out my cool tattoo. It's is punisher cool yeah yeah it's punisher It's very cool das punisher here's the thing is uh, as soon as i crossed the border into ohio today i saw a guy in a punisher shirt pulled over to the side of the road and like he had a long uh cool gray beard like he was an older gentleman he was a wizard yeah yeah like kind of like a cool lonnie wizard type dude yeah and like i don't know dude kind of looked like he fucked with weed uh but i when he turned yeah, like around a wizard well when he turned around and i saw he was wearing a punisher skull i was like oh damn man like when i was a kid that shirt just like meant like oh, i'm fucking i'm a nerd who likes this comic book about this fucking guy with guns yeah I and mean, sometimes archie's involved for some reason yeah there's like one with archie in it but now it's like it's 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 cop shit 100 yeah, percent. that sucks that <laughs> sucks so bad Dude, get, just us start a campaign to take back the Punisher Skull, dude. Fucking make a rainbow one. I can wear it pride, dude.
1: God, pure ideology, dude. A rainbow Punisher Skull. Oh, my God. Let me... I, as a- I mean, you know, I am always, all of the time, I am thinking <laughs> about the Punisher Skull... I am thinking about it in rainbow colors for uh, the, the lesbians, gays, bisexual, trans, uh, uh, transgender, and cetera, so on. my God. Uh, and so on, my God. I mean, you know, my God. And so, I am thinking all the time that ten years in, and we are... No. We act like we are cheating on each other with each other. I mean, you know, uh, 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 a decade plus. And her clit, a uh, brown taint area, <laughs> still pones my dick.
0: Oh, <laughs> uh, I though on a on a serious note, uh, that it has been pretty stomach-churning seeing all the corporations with their little, their Pride Month shit.
1: Yeah, that's fucking. That that's that's always the, oh, like the not part, to part that makes you furious, right? Not
0: to co-opt LD, LGBT plus outrage oh, i thought you were gonna say but i was pretty outraged by well,
3: that I've, I've seen two takes on that which is like this one which oh my god
0: <laughs> oh my god it Wire. exists there's a punisher skull that is rainbow about time fuck yeah dude For all, the, that... all the
3: gay cops that think they can march at pride in their uniforms um <laughs> no but i've seen two takes on the the corporate sort of thing at pride which is one is the correct take here that we're having um which is definitely valid of like yeah you guys are you know kicking so cynical kicking gays you didn't give
0: a shit about the
3: other 11 months of the year but this one you think you can get our money (sighs) but the other thing is that a lot of times when you do see some sort of like sideways queer representation somewhere it's actual queer people like haha i'm gonna do this and like they'll think it's whatever but it's like you know my higher-ups are gonna approve this because they think like oh yeah we can do like that's inclusive and you know whatever other buzzword they're using um
1: intersectional
3: there you go um but for you know for people that are queer that work at these places this is a chance for them to show other people like no we're here too like you do have a future like we're out here living our lives it's not like you guys are just over there in a separate place
0: it's been nice to see uh, uh, people react to to pandering uh, the way that you're supposed to, you know, with scrutiny. Yeah. Instead of, like, uh, the, the there's, like, representation is good, but a lot of times I feel like it's done. In, in, like, like, for example, Marvel waits until they've already milked, like, all of their A-list characters to finally be like, okay, and now one of them's a girl. Yeah, right. Now we right. gave a girl her own movie. Yeah. And oh eight, hey, one of these guys is black. There's a black superhero now. Isn't that nice? Isn't that nice? And I I go off about Luke Cage all the time, but I'm fucking absolutely furious about that show being so it's such a cop <laughs> rehab. Off. It's go it's off. such a Black Lives Matter cop rehabilitation show where they're just like, We gotta find a way to make make cops okay again and it's just the whole like half of that shit like the fact that you have a bulletproof black man breaking up drug dealers is so like there's no class analysis in this whatsoever and that's like the cornerstone of this character this is fucking ridiculous
2: to me ridiculous to me um that god-awful company that i just left in columbus um very uh soon before i left um the, we had like a company meeting and they were talking about how the pride parade was coming up and uh the ceo was uh up gathered us all uh into the warehouse and was talking about how uh he like bought a space in the parade and was like getting uh whoever wanted to come like shirts to wear with the company logo on it and got like a truck with like the company logo but with like rainbow decals and stuff and like not even talking about how it was like any sort of like support for uh, the LGBT community yeah, or anything. Just another like that. fucking. It's just straight up saying this is going to be a really good way to get our league. name out there. We're yep. going to have a lot of uh, merch we can hand out. Everyone bring your business cards. Like it was hey, absolutely disgusting. are people too. We can make money off those people too. Yeah, he said we're going to see a lot of our clients there.
0: It's, it's so like... Hey, check this
2: out. Yes. You
1: see a rainbow, I only sees green, baby. Hey,
2: eight shades of green,
0: all stacked on top of each other.
1: Uh, but, but getting back to getting back to the to the, to the the story here. They're trying to second.
2: follow the rainbow to me pot of gold.
1: Have
0: fun
2: editing this one.
1: <laughs> I'm not, dude. Fuck it. I'm putting yeah, it out forever. like this. I don't give a shit, dude. Uh, raw, raw, raw shit. I'm, I already know I'm not getting any fucking sleep tonight. It doesn't matter. Dude, yeah, no, dude. Dude. Uh, hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude smoke enough weed you can sleep all day dude
0: well I mean, you gotta go to work so i can't really do that but hey man you gotta work to live gotta live to wait what is it gotta eat to live gotta steal to eat yeah there you go but
1: you know who didn't have a uh, who have that kind of luxury
0: our fucking troops fucking Vlad- vladimir putin
1: vladimir putin pulling the, the strings, strings. <laughs> pulling the string so uh continuing Uh, Spectators have an excellent and unobstructed view of the battlefield Where guys (laughs) are going to pretend to get gunned down by Nazi machine gun fire Encampments of Allied and Axis units provide spectators, and it even confirms it there, so there's definitely going to be Nazis. Yeah, it's great at that the they,
0: they always have to call it Axis so that, you know, <laughs> it's not like. Okay, God forbid. Dude, gosh, dude, Axis power. Well, let's be real, though. Uh, if you play Day of Defeat, you know, Axis has the better guns. Yeah, that's true. They, they do have the better
1: guns. Uh, if you play Source or. Uh, um, no, was The, the one that came school. bundled with Counter Strike? Yeah, the one that yeah, came bundled yeah, with Counter Strike back Hell in yeah, the day. dude. Yeah. yeah, fuck yeah, dude.
0: All right. There we go. That's that, that's some, yeah. That's the stick grenades, dude. Shit. The stick grenades is it's just better. That's true. You know? It really is. And Thompson's a good gun, but the bar is a good gun. But you know what I mean? Like, they had that paratrooper, dude. What the his alternate fire was that fucking sick
1: ass Luger. But the encampments of the Allied and Axis units provide spectators the entire nineteen forties military experience. Seaside, home life, and camp life of the soldiers, sailors, and airmen who participated in actual landings are realistically recreated with the original equipment, uniforms, and vehicles. If you're new to D-Day Conneaut, check out our first-timers link for some guidance and
0: suggestions. Hey, this is my first time watching all these weirdos pretend to murder each other. Where do I stand? You guys got churros? We could go for a freaking churl right now. Oh, dang. Look at that guy. He got gunned down by a freaking Nazi.
1: Oh, dang. Oh, no. Uh, so, so this is under our mission for D-Day Ohio. <laughs> D-Day Ohio Incorporated. Nice. Uh, commemorates the invasion of Normandy on the 6th of June, 1944, predominantly through educational immersive experiences, like the living history exhibits and reenactments. Hey, maybe you want to
0: commemorate something good that happened, like, in your town. Yeah. Maybe. Not a bunch of Highlight, people. Highlight, like, local like, communities and make everybody feel good. Being, like, about just brutally slaughtered on a beach. Instead of, you know, busting in a bunch of weirdos in costumes yeah. to, commem- like, just even calling it commemorating because they took that beach that day. Those brave men, they took that beach.
1: I mean, again, it'd be one thing if they were doing it on June 6th, but they're doing it in fucking August. Yeah. So it's not even like they're trying to have any, like... Like, where's the... Fu- like, I mean, not not to be this kind of pedant about it, but, I mean, where
0: is where's the accuracy, you know? like It's, it's, it's not even... A, it's not about... I mean, the fact that they referred to it as commemorating mm. just, just tells you that it's not about that at all. <laughs> it's just about... Giving uh, guys with a, a weird obsessive collection of Nazi memorabilia a place to play dress up.
1: So it's just expanded more and more as the years. Oh have dang! Gone you got on.
0: an expanded universe. Yeah, dude, it does. It we well, got novelizations. Well, uh, fucking probably. Honestly, uh, Jack Tafford was was always known for being the best machine gunner for the Axis Powers <laughs> reenactment squad. <laughs> <laughs> his reenactments were the most lifelike. His machine gun sounds that his mouth made were the <laughs> most <laughs> Michael Winslow-esque.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Damn. Damn that <laughs> Damn. Damn son, where'd you find that?
1: Damn son, where'd you find the, 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 the? Okay, <laughs> so Yeah, <laughs> um so Thursday D-Day activities.
3: <laughs>
1: there there's there's a there's pre-movie entertainment uh going on. And so Oh, this rules. Okay, so the description says, during the war, keeping moral of the troops up was oh. key. Ooh, keeping their moral
0: up. Ooh, yeah, listen, what's the, moral, what's the moral of D-Day? Boo. Uh, uh, don't talk around d Don't, don't uh, force working class American men to jump out of a boat uh, in full fatigue gear that's going to just like immediately drown them. Uh, also like don't sacrifice a bunch of people's lives to take some beach i
1: guess i don't know i'm just going to read you some of the highlights cuz this is a long fucking list of stuff that's going on but they got a allied camp flag raising they got an encampment and displays get- getting open you get to see the german formation uh very 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 good there Ooh. the german
0: formation uh you get it's the just literally firing a fucking of... swastika. <laughs> the German formation. At the same the time guy. as the German formation, <laughs> he's got a big swastika tattooed on his belly, and he's just naked.
1: On Friday, <laughs> at the same time, at the same time as you could say that naked man, you'd be seeing something way cooler: the firing of artillery and tanks. Brackets fires hourly. Wow. So for three straight weeks,
0: there's motherfuckers in tanks, just like. <sighs> It's little beach apartment complex right next door it's just like god right. damn it i hate it when they rent the rec center out to
1: these guys 10 to 11 invasion assault team training Oh shit that sounds tactical as fuck dude the, yeah the, um uh 11 to 11 one of the next days artillery and tank firing again it literally is like every fucking day they're doing A pile it. yeah right shazam uh <laughs> Oh, I don't know, Sar- uh, Sergeant. I don't know, Sergeant. I'm Doyle. Shazam! Shazam! God bless him, man. Living to be like 98 million years God old. God
0: damn. God damn.
1: Living a perfect, bravest
0: year. troop of them all.
1: He really is. He really is, dude. Pour one out for Jim Varney. Not Jim
0: Varney. Not Jim Varney. That's Ernest. Fuck. Wait, what the fuck? Gomer. Pour one out for Gomer Pyle. Yeah, Gomer Pyle, the guy whose name I definitely know. Alan Dick Smith. I don't know. Yeah, there we go. Alan Smithy, <laughs> Smithy, the last boss from Mario RPG.
1: But yeah, it's literally like it. The whole like this whole three week span. It's battle, 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 artillery show. Like you know, oh, we're doing like Amish type thing where we're showing you how people lived and all this. Battle, 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 and then like some
0: games, and then like it all closes out with an Allied baseball game. Hey, you know, um, instead of going to the uh, an Allied baseball, that's great. Yeah. But uh, but instead of going to this camp, why don't you? Would you like to come instead to my um, my own special camp? I I rented out a small strip of desert, uh, in the Mojave, and uh, what what I'd like to do is I'd like to commemorate one of my favorite books, uh, an evening redness in the West, uh, also known as Blood Meridian. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, uh, specifically, we're going to do George, this. I'm going to put you in a
1: cage and show you to people for a nickel.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to find your village, Marvin, and I'm just going sh- to shoot you. <laughs> I'm going to go find child Marvin and just shoot you. <laughs> right between the eyes. No, that the, the German formation is just the judge, big naked dude with the swastika on his stomach, crudely, crudely tattooed swastika and he just stands up there doing the truffle shuffle and saying
1: not welcome the point is all of that shit i just mentioned was only the first day oh my god And that was only a fraction of it i mean there's like a whole lot of shit going on like they're doing old radio programs and stuff they're doing a bunch of gun drills and stuff uh boat rides it's a thing that lasts several weeks and again invasion assault team demonstrations like they're doing this shit every fucking day for three weeks. What kind of like bizarre fascist exercise is this to like revel in like this bloodshed just over and over and over again but kind of wrap it up in this bizarre detachment where you're trying to tell yourself that you're doing it because of like historical preservation Cause, or something. Uh, like
0: honor dude fucking all those brave men and they gave their lives dude fighting for what they believed in. They weren't just pawns in a larger game that they did not understand. They weren't just trying to put food on their family. They were brave men willing to lay their lives down for the liberties that you enjoy right now. Which is why, which is why I'm I'm fucking telling you, just fucking when you see the stars and bars before the dang NFL game, you goddamn stand.
1: <laughs> goddamn, that would be a move. I'm surprised the NFL hasn't done that. Yeah, just started running shit, up the Confederate flag red, up. Yeah, throw the I'm rebel surprised. flag up
0: there. I'm surprised, dude. Wait, the NFL's been lately, dude? Oh my God, dude, that stupid shit about fucking... You've got to stand for the pledge or leave the classroom. Really? Is that happening to people? No, I mean, that's what the NFL's basically saying to their players. They're like, listen, don't you... I mean, why don't they just come out with a statement and call half of their fucking player base just uppity? Just come on, just fucking dog whistle fully, motherfucker. Come on.
1: Go on, dude. Yeah, Say it.
0: Tell yeah. me what the This is how they got Papa John.
1: Dude, you're you're egging them on. You're egging them on and you're leading them into a heated gaming moment that is going to ruin their
0: Wait, actually keep keep going. Keep going. <laughs> <clears throat> Papa John, hey, ha- how about this one?
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-oh.
0: Po- Poopa John. Oh uh, shit. How about that? You Fat- got his ass got now.
1: You got his ass now. <laughs> <laughs> bra bra-, 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 bra- and The crowd bra- goes wild. Ass.
0: Oh, he's done. <laughs> Oh, stocks are just just in. He's stocks done for. for Papa John Pizza are plummeting.
1: Live from NPR News in Washington, I'm Robert Siegel. I forget who t- who tweeted it, but somebody was like, uh, Mama Johns. Nice, dude. What if it was Mama John's dude? This never would have happened if it was Mama John's dude.
2: I think that was Brian. <laughs>
1: that sounds about right. That
0: sounds like a Brian Quimby kind of thing. The Mama Johns. Why isn't there a Mama Johns? Dude, yeah. Ever think about that, dude? That was the the one that I saw on Twitter. I was like, that's very clever. I like that. You know, sometimes like you'll you'll read it. People talk a lot of shit about how Twitter is a cesspool, and I mean it is. It is. It absolutely is the digital Mossesley spaceport of of the internet, where just the most horrible shit happens. Um, but also, um, sometimes you'll log in and you'll see a tweet, and it'll be something like that, where, where somebody'll be like, well, why isn't it? Why why isn't there a Mama Jones or whatever? And you'll be like, man, you know what? You know what? You made me smile today. This website's all right. You know what? I can't believe this site is free. <laughs> you know what oh I mean? Because dude, freaking smiles are free, dude.
1: Anyway, the craziest thing about the D-Day thing, just just to wrap just to to wrap a bow on this thing, just to put this freak back on a leash, like the Fucking craziest thing about the D-Day thing for me is that this is all being run by like donations. We found out. Like, it's not even, like, companies or anything. This has all been, like, completely run on, like, what? donations and stuff. And people who just happen to own, like, these tanks and this artillery. This is what I'm saying. This is, this is what... what
0: wealthy people do with their money. You yeah. Know what I mean, they put yeah. weird shit in their house. Yeah. They and collect they spend Nazi three memorabilia. weeks
1: reenacting D-Day.
0: They single-handedly, like, volunteer to, to, to put 500 American flags down a boulevard. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, this yeah. is... The... And, and, and I was having an argument with uh, one of my former co-workers about capitalism and he was saying that if it wasn't for rich people, you wouldn't have any of the arts because of all the philanthropy they do, you know, because like, I mean, he's, he's on to a little bit of a little piece of truth there that like a lot of the arts are funded by philanthropic institutions or or rich people's donations, you know. Uh, but, you know, uh, it's not as though f- those things would cease to exist if you suddenly fixed all of the wealth inequality in America. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, now there's no more symphonies, dude, because fucking everybody's got everything they need. It's like, oh, fuck, I forgot that, like, third-world children have to starve and make me so- shoes. Uh, right, you right, know, right. So that I, otherwise there's no, you know, there's no um, Grinch the musical. Now on Broadway.
1: That's the whole thing too, with the like, and people have talked about this a lot. But the the whole kind of regressive thing of like, oh well, yeah, have fun, you know, with you know, oh if you're under socialism, people just assume that like technology will just like disappear, (laughs) you know, like they think that like that like we will suddenly be because they have this they have this weird distorted world world worldview of the, as other people have described it, you know, the the monochrome jumpsuit, you know, socialism or whatever. When, when in fact, it would be basically just exactly like this, except that people wouldn't be uh, feeling fucking miserable all the time.
0: Yeah, in fact, if anything, the arts would would it would be a boon because uh, people like me, who would like to spend our time uh, making art, would have more time to spend doing that uh, because I wouldn't. Um, and like someone like Steve, you know, who's very artistically talented, could spend their time, you know, making a funny T-shirt for themselves to wear instead of, you know sitting in an office because they're obligated to spend eight hours there a day. Yeah,
1: we can be, we can be making podcasts, making films... Uh, making making
0: models, making mosaics. God, imagine fucking... like filmmaking. Imagine you'd have people ready to be your grips and sh- you know like some of the hardest shit with with small, very tiny like no budget filmmaking is like finding people to do all the shit you need to do. Like I can't tell you how many times I bounced light for people when I lived in LA. It's like the fucking most boring shit in the fucking world. <laughs> just stand off camera and watch Joe Latruglio improvise while I'm fucking like bouncing light, just like
3: pew 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 pew.
0: Oh, fucking it's moving. Don't move while we're recording. Okay. All right. I'm set, guys. You know, this is fucking... if, If people had more time, you know, like there's people who would be available to do that kind of stuff.
1: And that's what it's about. It's about trying to make sure that we're freeing up our time, having enough time to be human, having enough time to connect with one another and having enough time to ourselves where we're not stressed out and we're able to pursue these creative things and these things that we enjoy. And in addition to that, It's about being able to take the the good parts of a job when we can find them and being able to amplify that and try to put that out in the world and say, see, see, this is what it can be. This is what the good can be.
0: This is what we can do. Wow. Typical anarchist talking about nuance. (sighs) Wow. In a time like this when we need to be resisting Trump? Listen. Hashtag resistance. I'm doing my best.
1: I bought... The fucking rainbow Punisher sticker.
0: (laughs) I'm doing my best. I'm wearing the bulletproof parka with the Punisher logo on it. And it's rainbow. And I'm not pulling it off. Because everything that they make off the rack is made for people with shorter and wider torsos than mine. Hmm. You know? You just can't wear off-the-rack stuff. Pants, maybe. Maybe shirts
1: never that's sad i'm gonna yeah. play uh the mad world intro under, under you saying that
0: but you have to do the one where it's the the meme one where it's like the the all around me are familiar yeah, yeah, faces. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's like the guy who's not putting any effort into it yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure for sure so that's my whole life not putting any effort into it hell yeah i like work on a song and i'll be like yeah hell yeah this song is good i could fucking need just polish up these vocals a little bit more Maybe add a little back and, and then I'll just be like, eh, hey, just fucking put it out. I won't touch it anymore. I'll just be like, hey, here you go. Just put it on SoundCloud. Nobody cares. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just get it out of here. <laughs> That's a good way to just, just crank it out constantly, fling yeah. it all at the wall. See what sticks, folks. Look, man, and- it's, it's it's all about y- y- life. It's all about knowing yourself, right? And like staying in your lane. And for me, that lane is is uh like somewhere around uh, J Retard. Somewhere around there. That's my lane. You know. look if if I can find out
1: where the fuck my lane is, I'd be I'd be more than happy to stay in it. Folks, I, I still find don't that know out where on the next is. episode
0: of Where's My Lane? Where's my dang lane? Where's my lane? Marvin's Splendid Good Time. Marvin Splendid Good Time is a spin-off <laughs> podcast that's uh, never going to happen. <laughs> but if you want to hear stuff like that, uh,
1: some extra stuff that Hell we've got yeah. in the works here, go to Patreon.com slash working week podcast. And uh, feel free to send us uh bad work stories, good work stories, or any fucked up bits of Americana that uh you might be experiencing in whatever part of uh this uh, miserable piece of shit country that you're in uh feel free to send those off as well to workingweekpodcast at gmail.com or shoot us up in the dms at workingweekshow on twitter i'm marvin at zupsils
0: z-u-p-z-l-e-s and i'm jorts j-o-r-t-s authority you know how to spell the word authority i bet but jorts might be a little bit more difficult so i spelled that one for you and uh if if you um like uh hip-hop hip-hop showtime just kidding i would never call what i do hip-hop um you can check me out at soundcloud slash Bagweed or bagweed.bandcamp.com uh where i've got all sorts of songs i just dropped a new one a couple of days ago about how men are trash it's good hey, listen to you. it enjoy bump this shit like they do in the future Hell yes. And here, here I am uh, signing off to you lovely people here in person in Working Week Studios proper. Yeah. We're, Working Week Studios proper for the first. Giving my propers to Working Week Studios proper. Yeah. For the first and not last time. Because, Go- folks, we are getting close to that live show. Yeah, that's right, baby. Patreon.com. That means my ass will have to get on a plane. Yeah, that's right. Got to get us to that
1: $2,500 a month
0: uh, level. Hopefully we'll somebody'll sit behind me on the plane and take photos of me as I have a meet cute with a fellow personal trainer or podcaster.
1: Yeah, I really hope somebody I really hope somebody stalks you and invades the fuck out of your privacy. And you know to what? They should get a job
0: at BuzzFeed for doing it because that's exactly the kind of place BuzzFeed that's
1: is That's the kind of world that I think we all deserve to live in, frankly, right? I mean like
0: we're all sinners. You know what? You really you really put the G in gig economy. Damn, dude. Damn. Damn, dude uh yeah that's all like yeah i was trying to be like oh you put the you and me in resume yeah. as, i don't know a resume yeah. no here um, we are in cleveland so you don't have to be that's right dude late. uh cleveland rocks cleveland the place you never want to leave
1: land there you oh. go dude uh, and before and before uh our uh our long kiss good night here we just got to say uh Thank you, Kristen. Thank you, Kristen. Thank you,
0: Dan, thank who you, I Dan. actually had the pleasure of seeing in the flesh. Got to give Dan a big old hug today. It was great. Wonderful. Wonderful. Love Dan. Dan. Thank you, Dan, for the support and also for the beer and also uh, for show, for making the time uh, to to come and see me in person. That was great. I was a real surprise. I didn't absolutely think you were going to make it, and no, I was absolutely delighted. Hopefully, I'll see you again soon, buddy. Love you. Bye.
1: And uh, thank you, of course, to Marley as well.
0: Yes, Marley, thank you
1: our uh, top tier management people get special thank yous and uh i you know we can we can start throwing them some some other perks as well i think at this point probably um
0: thank you all for us uh, for... yeah dude any of y'all smoke weed dude smoke you out dude just come just on by dude tier, come dude. on by management material dude yeah and for the low low price of four dollars and 20 cents you can hear all that great shit that we've got. Interviews
1: <laughs> with countless people that are uh, much smarter than we are. Yeah. We got uh, we got Sam Knight. We got Sam Sachs. We got both of them. We got them separately. We got
0: Leslie Lee the third. We got Jordan Yule, who uh, fucking makes me feel really stupid. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. I feel like a dumbass piece I'm of like, shit. I'm like, why are you I wasting your him. time talking to me? I'm so... <laughs> so dumb. <Right.
3: laughs>
1: Man,
0: yeah. I like playing. I'm spending money on Fortnite. Dumb. I'm that kind of stupid person.
2: You
1: know what I mean. We got Owen Higgins, and we got the boys from Street Fight, and we've got even more in the works coming up. You gotta check it out. It we had a lot Brian of fun. Brian
0: Pond in there. Hell yeah, we had Marley on. Uh, lot, it was a lot premium, but a lot of fun it stuff.
1: It, it wasn't, but it doesn't matter. Just roll with it. Uh, yeah. Patreon.com/slash Working Week Podcast. Working Week Podcast at Gmail.com. Again, I'm Marvin. Uh, he's Jorts. Uh, we hope you have a wonderful week. And Jorts, buddy. Good luck with the rest of your move.
0: Hell yeah! Thank you very much. Love
1: y'all. Bye. bye, bye. Oh my God, bye. Oh
0: my God, bye. Oh my God, bye. Oh my God, Putin is fucking bugged my butthole. Oh my
1: God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Don't stop recording. What the fuck? <laughs>